smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hi guys i'm prasad banerjee and i write about tech at mint and this is tech etc a podcast where we ta- tackle some hot topics in technology and also bust some myths today's episode will be hosted by karan machado Karan is a radio host with 94.3 Radio 1 and is a fellow podcaster of the Tech for Change podcast. Over to you, K. Thanks, Prasid. Um, this is a special episode that's brought to you by Oracle Advertising and CX. Now, even though Web 3.0 has been around since 2006, we've been hearing a lot about it lately. And today, it's synonymous with functions like uh, semantic web, microformats, natural language search, data mining, machine learning, AI techniques, and a lot more. Uh, in the wake of Web 3.0, the consumer culture has also changed, and it's become more empowered and engaged. Now, seeking an emotional bond with brands, but you know, serving customers in volumes—that's also required. Smartbots owning uh, to the preference the customers have shown towards chat widgets. As a result, conversational messaging platforms have shot up. Gupshup is one such leading platform trusted by 45,000 plus global brands. The app powers over 9 billion messages uh, per month. This has uh, been made possible through a great CX strategy, data, AI, hyper personalization and a lot more. So to talk a little bit more about it uh, we have with us Mr Srinivas B Vijay Raghavan he's VP marketing at Gupshop he's uh, given me the permission to call him Srini so Srini welcome to Mintech etc thank you K happy to be here you know i've got so many questions and i want to just dive right in um, as we get to this so since the inception of conversational messaging platforms like yours i feel like thousands of large and small businesses in emerging markets are using it to actually build conversational experiences across marketing sales and support now what kind of issues did you actually anticipate your customers would have while building the cx strategy that's a great question uh, k and i would say that uh, i'll probably answer that by taking a step back sure. to look at the way cx has evolved over the last couple of decades right so the cx uh, before the internet took off was everything was offline so the customer experience was what you what they felt when they came to a physical store or your office but the 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 website proliferation of websites you know there are billions of websites in the world today so that became the first step of how you can create a customer experience uh, on the internet on a web based platform and then the then we went to the app revolution where uh, you know the cx sort of moved from or moved along along with the website uh, a cx experience, customer experience was created on uh, mobile apps i think what is happening now is uh, given the amount of uh, instant messaging that consumers are doing with each other uh, they've started feeling this need to be able to have a two way conversation with the brands and the businesses that they interact with as well just like they sort of interact with each other and i think this is where the whole shift towards the conversational experiences which is i would say is a kind of a subset or a, a what whatever is powering cx so websites were powering cx apps were powering cx uh, data is powering cx mm. but now these conversational experiences uh, you know they they also fit into this whole framework what i want to call out is that they don't live separately they are part of uh, the customers 
integrated CX strategy. It's just the strategy has evolved to include these technologies into the way it is developed and uh, deployed. So to answer your question, the specific question, uh, a lot of companies are uh, embracing conversational technologies. I would say obviously like any technology, there are the early adapters and we see that a lot of the what you call as the digital native companies, the born and digital companies are first past the post, uh, I, would, oh, okay. I would say, because they understand the need to, uh, you know, have a WhatsApp enablement or an Instagram mm -hmm. enablement, chatbots being used, automation to be brought in. They sort of take more naturally to that. Some of the more uh, older enterprises are also now becoming more nimble in that they're digitizing. So if you look at banks, uh, banks are moving into branchless banking, automated banking. They are moving a lot of legacy processes into automated fashion. Retailers are going online, the proliferation of D2C brands, as you know, as you've seen. All of these different verticals, EdTech, uh, for example, even uh, healthcare and many other verticals, they've started embracing these technologies with a primary uh, goal of making the CX much more human, much more personalized, and to give customers a feeling that, you know, I'm actually talking to you, you know, I'm not just throwing yeah. something in your direction. I'm actually talking to you, I'm just having a conversation with you. Right. Um, it's interesting that you mentioned banking because one of the first things that comes to my mind when you refer to that is is neo banking, but probably conversation yeah. for another time. Um, yeah. But based on what you said, uh, clearly, you know, I'd say conversational messaging platforms like yours, they're on the cusp of uh, another fundamental shift in how the world actually leverages, for example, AI powered uh, conversational messaging, right? Today, we see all types of brands adopting a bunch of technologies to enhance their customer experience, but obviously, tailoring personalized solutions to each one of them in real time, it's its not all easy. So how has that changed in the past two to three years, if you can take me through that? So I think uh, the trend of uh, customer data platform has already been there for the past several years. So I think uh, companies recognize that they are capturing a lot of information about their customers, uh, not just their buying behaviors, but let's say their browsing patterns. Uh, right, you know, right, right, right. Uh, how frequently they buy. So there's a lot of data that is being collected uh, for every single customer. It's just that the way the data was being actioned was done in a very siloed manner. So I would say that the CDPs or the customer data platforms was the first trend that, that has started okay. in the last uh, few years. And now what is being done is that using the CDP, the CDP plugs into uh, other systems like a, a CRM system that, uh, you know, customer relationship management system that that a company has, a billing system, uh, you know, e-commerce system like a Shopify or a, or a Magento. Yeah. So all of these systems are now talking to each other. And then you add the, the conversational uh, engagement platform on top of that. And what you are able to do is you're able to create these journeys that, you know, if, if let's say, K WhatsApps me, I'm a bank and K WhatsApps me. I immediately know that K is WhatsApping from a number that's associated with an account. And I start asking him a lot of questions to say, are you wanting to talk to us about a savings account? Is it a credit card or any other financial instrument that you right, have? Right. So we're able to sort of create a, a create that intimate feeling with K to say that, look, uh, you know, we know you, we recognize you, you know, let's have a, a conversation with you. So that's how it's sort of coming to Specifically, you're saying in the in the past two to three years, it's that's the Definitely. evolution we've seen more than more Definitely. than ever before. In fact, 
See, personalization also uh, used to exist. Like it's not that it, it's only been the last two three years. So we, the website personalization has been, you know, the work has been done on that for a long time. So today you can personalize uh, a website content. Correct. If you're able to detect that it's a visitor who's come in the past, you know, you know their browsing patterns, you know what they're interested in. Like you see it on e-commerce sites all the time, right? So if you have certain, certain products that you're interested in, those are the ones that will be shown to you. So that has been there for a long time. But what we are talking about is personalization that is sort of brought into that small little chat box window that you have within an Instagram messenger or within a WhatsApp Got uh, messaging app or a Facebook messenger. Got it. Got it. Fascinating. I think um, possibilities are really endless and that's the, that's the beautiful part about it. Okay, so let me get a little adventurous here. Uh, the idea of the metaverse and Web 3.0 has captivated the attention of every major tech company. Uh, one of the defining features is Web 3.0 powered smart bots or chatbots. And this is where conversational messaging platforms like yours come in. So what's next for conversational messaging platforms? Um, will we be seeing... Met, you know the metaverse making a larger appearance in maybe offerings in years to come well i would say that uh, while the metaverse web 3.0 these are emerging uh, technologies i think conversational engagement still has to has to traverse the the product adoption life cycle i would say that it is somewhere in the uh, early majority stage which is and it's it's sort of set to cross the chasm where every business big or small will have some sort of conversational technology uh, implemented so i think that is the first phase which will probably happen in the next uh, two to three years so uh, that's my estimate but when, when it comes to the web 3.0 i think one of the uh, principal characteristics of web 3.0 uh, is something called as a semantic web or semantic yeah. technology yeah. where a website or a, or a web application is aware so aware of the intent that you have when you visit it let's say through the through your keywords or something that you type on the search engine and uh, one is the the awareness of the intent and secondly it, it leverages ai and data to sometimes even generate content that is relevant for you and that is also delivered through virtual assistants through chatbots and things like that so that so is where if I you don't mind me asking can you can you give us an example like how you just gave me one uh for for me coming to a platform i would love if you could give our listeners an example of the same of what you just described yeah so for example if you uh, are somebody that is looking to uh let's say buy a pair of running shoes right you know best running shoes now that because that i'm choosing that as a product because it is typically customized to what is the level of activity that you want to do it's not a simple binary decision yeah so uh, and and let's say that you land uh, on a particular brand if i'm allowed to take some brand names i will so maybe uh, let's say you land on a6 right uh, website now currently the a6 website uh, may know that you have searched for that and then based on the existing websites that they have they will you will land on one particular page and then you will navigate through the website and get to your checkout and all that but in a semantic web what happens is uh, uh, based on your browsing based on your keywords uh, the website will make a determination on you know what you might be looking for they may not serve you one static page but they may actually put together uh, an initial like basket, page for you to look at a basket for me of offerings for me to pick on based on my Possibly. yeah you you can start with one page but then depending on how you're browsing through the page uh, the it, it the the whole system is intelligent enough to figure out whether you're engaged whether you may have some more questions 
uh, and then the next content may start coming up in real time based on how you're interacting with it. So uh, that is one example. And of course, at, at that point, you may have a virtual assistant come in yeah. and sort of walk you through it. And, and sometimes, you know, uh, you may not even get a website page. You may just land on a virtual assistant who just walks you through, hey, I believe you're searching for this. You know, let's let's talk, you know, just right. like you would speak to a storekeeper or somebody that you, if you walk into an ASIC showroom. So that's one very crude example, I would say, of how this might. I think that's out. a great example because it becomes very relatable to a lot of people because they can actually see themselves being in that situation. Oh. Okay, so to talk about how CX strategies are built for conversational messaging products, we have with us Madhukar Unial. Uh, Madhukar heads the Oracle Customer Experience CX uh, Solution Engineering team at Oracle. Madhukar uh, and his team, of course, work as trusted technology advisors uh, and evangelists for leading customers in varied industry segments across India and Asia-Pacific regions. The majority of his time is actually spent uh, consulting companies on what's best suited as a journey for their customers. So, Madhukar, firstly, welcome to Mint, etc. And it's great to have you here. Hi, Shrini. Hi. Welcome, Madhukar. Um, you know, I've, I think that great customer experience isn't about channels. It's about making it easy for customers to reach your company from anywhere at any time. Uh, Madhukar, I think we're on the same page till now. Yes? Yeah, absolutely. And what makes a CX strategy both industry agnostic and industry specific at the same time, in your opinion? Yes, okay. First of all, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, CX is not about channels. In fact, it is not at all about channels because if you if you think about it, channels are what? They're just a messenger, right? I mean, let's call them pipes, right? To reach from point A to point B, person A to person B. Uh, whether it's WhatsApp, whether it's uh, SMS, whether it's email, whether it's a contact center, all of these are channels, whether it's your website, which is inbound, or, you know, let's say uh, IVR, which is outbound. Uh, so channels are you know, just, the, just the messengers. What really is important is the brain, which is deciding what to send, what communication to send to who at what time. Uh, you know, what's the sensitivity of that communication? Is this the right time to send somebody, you know, this kind of offer or this kind of discount and so on? So, yeah, uh, it's not about channel. It's about how these channels play an orchestra, you know. So like you have a guitar, you have a drum, you have a piano and so on. How do you play the orchestra? I think that's where, to what Srini mentioned, right, the customer data platforms, these decisioning engines, these AIML actually help you play that orchestra really well. And they're fine tuning every day, by the way. So this orchestra is just getting better and better. better, and better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, to coming to your next question, what's industry agnostic and industry specific? Let's take our example, right? We are all all customers, consumers. So when I am talking to my bank, when I'm talking to, let's say, you know, the government organization, uh, let's, 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 you know, let's just call it, I'm talking to the Aadhaar for my verification, or let's say when I'm talking to, uh, you know, e-tailer or retailer that I, you know, deal with every day. Sure. What's the first thing that I expect? I expect a fast resolution, right? I want the channel of my choice, whether it's WhatsApp, whether it's IVR, whether it's in-person communication, when I walk into the branch. So those are the fundamental agnostic things, I believe, in a customer experience. Fast service, you know, um, I want a quick resolution. Just let's get it done because time, I think, is the most critical thing that 100%. we as a consumers, you know, look out for. Uh, what What is more industry specific? Okay, depends on when I'm, I'm discussing it with my bank. I want it to be, you know, a little more secure, for example, right? Um, so some of the dynamics change when I'm when I'm doing an interaction with my bank, 
back and forth. Like if somebody randomly calls me and says, by the way, I'm calling you from your bank and I just want to do a verification. My first thing will be, who the hell are you? It's about my bank, right? <laughs> Whereas if, if, if I'm talking to a retailer, you know, online retailer, and they talk about, uh, sorry, the, the, you know, the, the, the groceries were not delivered this morning. I'll say, oh yeah, they were not delivered. I'll not verify that again. So I think, you know, in, in, in the industry to industry, some things are agnostic common, which is the time, the experience that I expect the micro moments that I live in. Um, and second from a, you know, specific to industry, I think it's, it's more around, um, again, like I said, the, the dynamics of, of that industry. You know, while we kind of understand that automated conversations are based on uh, customer feedback, right? We also have been seeing that converting these conversations into, um, business for an organization, I think it requires a little bit of a personal touch, right? But in a case like this where, say, for example, a conversational messaging platform is enabling personalization through technology, what do you think can be done to improve these conversation rates? Yeah. So, uh, and this is where K technology can really play a very, very critical role. I'll share a couple of examples with you, right? So one is, um, you know, I booked a holiday um, some time back and I had to cancel it for, you know, some reason. Um, And all, I I was really in a bad mood because I had to cancel a planned holiday. Now, what do I expect when I, from my travel company is stop first of all, sending me any more promotion because I just canceled the holiday. Uh, And, and, this doesn't require a human intervention. It just requires you to suppress me from your marketing communication. That's number one. When I call your contact center, the first thing the AI, I expect the agent to ask me is, we know you are waiting for a refund. First of all, sorry to hear about your holiday cancellation. This doesn't require you know, a specialized human. This just requires, let's say, a system to prompt the agent or the, you know, the person on the other side that you know, that's the first thing you should communicate. So it requires a human touch, but uh, it's guided human touch, I would say it's the assisted, you know, service. One more angle, okay, I really want to bring it on this forum is one of the survey we did on the we call it the happiness survey. Uh, It's like the humor at the center of it. So we are also looking at the altogether different lens of, you know, taking the customer experience to the next level and humor plays a very important role. Now it's 76% of the respondents here in India said they are more likely to do business with brands, which bring humor into the conversation. Interesting. Now that's, that's, yeah, that's a food for thought. You know, how yeah. do you use emojis to, how do you be more witty in your communication? Yeah, yeah. It's a whole new dimension. I, something. I, I can think of a couple yeah. of, uh, a couple of food ordering apps that do that very well. Um, <laughs> yeah. but we'll probably say that yeah. for another episode. Srini, anything you'd like to add on that front, you know, specifically to what mother kind of just said, anything you'd like to particularly add on that? No, I think the example that he used uh, is very relevant and uh, we typically call that an agent assist solution that every time, let's say I'm, I'm an agent and let's say, okay, you're calling me. So uh, I should somehow get all the information about you in front of me so that I can say exactly what Madhukar expects me to say that, look, I believe you, you are waiting for a refund. Now, that is also something that uh, you know a lot of companies are trying to solve on the CX side, that how can uh, all this data be put in front of the people who are conversing with customers on a day-to-day basis, that it doesn't live in some uh, corner of their digital infrastructure, but you're putting it in the hands of the people who are actually having these 
day-to-day conversation. So I think that was a very interesting uh, example. Yeah, you can take it to the chatbot, right, Shini? So when somebody yeah. says, hi, chatbot, exactly. uh, it just says, yeah, I know there's a refund in process. Anything else, I can help you. So no exactly. human there, right? Yeah. It's all chatbot. Really. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Shrini, have you had any experiences in the past with uh, a place where you're like, oh, this is this is a good chatbot. It's really working. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the chatbots that I typically use, uh, you know, they, they 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 are improving all the time. I would say that most of the chatbots that you you see today are what you call a structured chatbots, where you have a finite set of options Correct. and you click on something and you get another set of options. But and most of them are fairly efficient. But I think uh, so now what's happening is that you're getting a lot of uh, fuzzy uh, kind of logic, nat- natural language processing, where the chatbot is actually trying to figure out your intent in terms of what you Correct. are trying to yeah. do, etc. Yeah. I think one of my my most efficient uh, uh, experiences with chatbot was I had to undergo a COVID test before traveling. You know, ah. that mandatory test. Yeah. And I went through uh, uh, a chatbot on WhatsApp uh, from the website. It was led me to the WhatsApp chatbot, and it everything. I didn't really need to call any single person. The test was. Uh, booked using the bot the person came uh, you know took the sample and then the result was also provided on the bot itself so that is that was my of- dream like i'm not even joking <laughs> like there are so many things so many instances in life and so many mundane things that we do that i feel can just be accomplished exactly how you just said it exactly and i, I mean at the end of the day the as a customer i'm i feel fulfilled i feel i i don't want to spend 3 hours waiting on an ivr to kind of like you know yeah. talk to somebody and stuff like that i feel like you know this instant thing is is way better yeah ivr fatigue is a thing i mean you you can google that people are fed up of having to wait uh, on ivrs and uh, i think that's one of the biggest challenges that even banks are trying to solve because they get probably the maximum number of calls uh, with questions and things like that so i think this conversational technologies customer data platform working closely with the crm uh, you know, it's a kind of a holy trinity, if you will, which will sort of uh, create this personalized, intimate experience for customers. And it almost feels like the business and you are actually the brand and you are actually uh, talking to each other. Correct. And and also yeah. don't forget voice, right? Don't forget voice. We have just been talking about chatting and text, but, you know, we are living in the age where voice bots, voice automation, uh, avatars, digital avatars are, are also going to be coming up very soon that will start interacting with you the way uh, humans would and the same technology would be used there as well i think yeah. i i saw that um once at a uh, I, i'm not i'm going to take the name of the company but uh, let's just say a big search engine related company i think you can guess <laughs> in their <laughs> annual event and that was scary but so cool at the same time you know what i mean big search engine Never heard. Never seen a search yet. Srini and I are not sure at all. We don't know. We're not sure. <laughs> but to the both of you... It's a plane, it's a search engine. Guys, I want to thank you both for being on this edition of Mint, etc. It's been so nice, you know, racking your brains a little bit. And I've really enjoyed myself. I think if I have to sum up everything that we've kind of discussed, is that nothing goes over great customer experience at the end of the day and of course cx strategy being introduced not maybe not only at the right time but also at the right place becomes integral to the offerings of a company is something that i took away personally from you guys but also um in specifically what srini said which is you know the evolution of of chatbots and uh, smartbots in a web 3.0 universe 
I think that that's going to be uh, interesting to see how that kind of emerges. Thank you both for your time and thank you for being on this edition of Mintech etc. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for Thank you, Kek. Thank, thanks, Rini. Good day. Bye. And that's it for this week's episode. Please do let me know what you thought of it and what else you would want me to cover. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Undertaker. Yes, you heard that right. That's U-N-D-E-R-T-E-C-H-E-R. You can also give us feedback at HT Smartcast. We're present on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And please do log on to htsmartcast.com and listen to all of our productions. This was a Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.